0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, barbecuers of all ages, Cowboy Calf here welcoming you to the Man Meat Barbecue Show with your host, Mikey K. Man Meat Barbecue is brought to you by Myron Mixon Smokers. Are you a caterer, a competitor, a barbecue enthusiast? Myron Mixon has the smoker for you. Check out all their styles at myronmixonsmokers.com and don't forget to tell them, Mikey K sent you. Do you enjoy this podcast? Our blogs, well, join our growing community of friends over on Patreon and help support your favorite barbecue podcast. Also, don't forget to check out our YouTube page for lots of videos on different styles of barbecue, different recipes, and the entrepreneurship of barbecue. And now, here's your host, Mikey K. What's up, guys? We are hanging out with... Jim Bones from, from, from the lovely, beautiful California, man. I want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast, hanging out with us. And, uh, we're we're going to chat some barbecue. Now, uh, I, I, I made the mistake of not doing what I normally do by getting ready. I always usually have your Instagram pulled up right away, but if I'm not wrong, I believe it's Jim underscore bones underscore BBQ, right? Am I, am I right? Yes, sir. Yes, I got it right. Um, I was pulling it up as I was speaking. That's why I talked a little slower. <laughs>
1: yeah, no worries, <laughs> try, brother.
0: Try to get the phone to react, man. I want to say thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. Now, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, for people who who either don't follow you or don't know who you are. Um, give us a little bit of, a little bit of background on you.
1: Well, I mean, pretty much, I'm a you know, I'm a father of three, married. And, um, back in, I would say probably about 2009 when I, uh, you know, I I bought my first home, uh, first time out of mom and dad's house. I was a late bloomer. Um, I was just obsessed with having friends over and barbecuing and, um, started on a gas grill. You know, I know that's a, that's a sin in my world, but I started off with a gas grill and started uh just doing like chicken and hot links and this and that for my friends over and over every weekend and um you know eventually like a a buddy of mine came up to me and he goes hey jimbo you know i love the fact that you cook for us i really appreciate it but dude i'm getting real tired of chicken and 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 hot links (laughs) and i'm like all right well so what else should i do and he goes well i don't know anything about barbecue but let's kind of think about it so i started kind of thinking you know and started messing with burgers and steaks and this And, that. and uh, so kind of like fast forward, you know, past the, the propane, I eventually bought a, a, a charcoal, um, charcoal grill. And, and, and it was a Weber 22. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it was like totally night and day from propane. And, um, you know, so I just kind of stepped up the game there. And then, um, from there you know eventually it was um i would say probably i don't know 2013 um you know i was watching barbecue pitmasters you know just like a lot of us kind of started you know and i was Absolutely. like you know i was i was telling my wife i said you know i go i'm gonna go i'm gonna go buy me a smoker and she goes why you're like no you're nuts. like <laughs> I like no no I, i'm gonna go buy a smoker and she's like well, I don't even like really like, I don't like smoked meats and, you know, I don't like the smoke flavor. And I'm like, no, I'm going to go do it. I think this will be fun. And so I went, you know, did the home Depot special and bought myself the little hundred $150 little smoker that has a million leaks and a stick burner. And I went out and so I built it that Saturday and uh, went out and bought, you know, I mean, you name it, corn to hot links to, um, pork ribs, beef ribs. Um, I think I even had like a pork loin on there and this thing doesn't even have that much capacity, but I bought enough for, you know, enough for probably at least 30, 40 people. And um, so Sunday comes around and I load up the the firebox with nothing but hickory. Cause I'm like, well, a lot of the people that do smoked meats or, you know, hickory is like the most popular wood. So next thing you know i got my whole backyard smoked out i'm smoking out my whole neighborhood and i'm thinking yeah this is it you know this is the life and um i don't even know what temp i'm at i don't have any probes i'm just kind (laughs) of going based off of the 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 basic gauge that's on the 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 hood of the barbecue which that didn't even work and i'm like well what temp should i be at i don't know and so i like after like an hour or so, I was like, "Well, let's pull off the corn." So I, I had a bunch of corn in the husk, and we took that off. We dehusked it, and we bit into it. Me, my wife, and and um, my, my my good buddy Joey, which he'll he'll fall into the story a little bit later. Um, we bit into it, and we're like, "Oh my gosh, this is the best freaking corn we've ever had!" And I'm like, "That's it. I'm 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 a natural. I'm already a pit master and I don't even know it." So we tried that. It was good. As soon as we got into the meat, let's just fast forward everything, and we threw all the meat away, and we ordered pizza. So It what, was bad.
0: What happened?
1: <laughs> um, a lot of the meats I didn't let render, which I didn't even know what that word meant back then. Okay. Um, and it was just bombarded with just heavy hickory smoke. I mean, it was – it was bad. I mean, it, you, you bit into the meat and it was like a big ball of smoke. Oh, um, big time. I mean, I was like disgusted. Dirty so, smoke. Yeah. Not enough
0: oxygen. hundred um, percent. I think, I think, and I think this would actually be kind of a cool topic to touch upon right now. You obviously smoke on a little bit bigger of a rig. Now it's changed a little bit. I've, I've, if you go on their Instagram, guys, make sure you go check them out. Um, they have a little bit different of a rig. It's a little bit bigger. Not much, but just a little bit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it, I think the, the, the crazy thing is like that's what everyone – like when people start talking to me about barbecue and they're like, listen, I want to start barbecue. I want to start barbecuing. What do I do? What should I do? Where should I go? What should I use?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What should my first pit be? How do I learn this craft? I think the problem, like the hardest thing, is most guys do what you do, right? They run out, they purchase, they purchase the Home Depot special because mm-hmm. that's what you see, and you're like, hell yeah, this is great. It's not that expensive, and it's it's relatively a good deal, right? Right. In until you start to learn fire management, super difficult. Yeah. Um, It it doesn't get enough it doesn't get enough airflow, and if it gets too much airflow, you can't control your temperature. Right. So so people struggle so much, and then they get that they have that one they they have that one big cook, and they're like, "This is disgusting. I don't want to. I don't even want to do this." And then they just walk away. Right. And that's like so sad, and it's such a heart it's such a heartbreak
1: because it's like well see that that was that was a good thing that. It, it, it almost like that day needed to happen because I don't think Jim Bones BBQ would have ever gotten even up off the ground and, and running if that day didn't happen. Because after that day, I told my wife, I said, you know, what? I I'm not going to stop here. I'm going to learn how to master this, and I you know, there's just I don't see the finish line right now. I mean, I if if all these guys you know, and, and obviously the, the previous barbecues for, 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 you know, from, from day one are able to master their own, their own flavors and their own signatures and things like that, then that means I can do it too. And, and and it definitely set a fire under my ass to, to start learning. And, and that's, that's when the ball started really rolling, um, you know, like I say, about 2009, 2010, from when I first started entertaining my friends, then I got into I started, you know, getting a little bit better with the smoked meats. And, you know, hey, try this. Oh, man, that's good. I'll oh, try this. Oh, that that's real good. And things like that. And, and, you know, and eventually, I mean, I'll be honest with you still to this day, um, I, I have a Brinkman uh, stick burner smoker in my backyard that that's what I do for like my personal and family barbecues uh, you know I have a Brinkman I don't have nothing super special um, now do but you that, find
0: it harder to control that temp, no matter what though in that Brinkman
1: you know that's what's weird is I I, I have it dialed in I've been cooking on it for a, a while now as I really don't um you learn the pit I, really I, well yeah I, I I have my dampers set where they're at. Um, the only thing I gotta really do, I mean, at least for for how I do it, is my 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 exit stack of of the pit. I'll open it a little bit more if I'm just trying to get up to temp if it's a cooler morning. and then once once I kind of choke it off where I like that happy zone, I'm a constant you know, 250 to 265. And obviously I got to add more as I go and and things like that. But no, I don't really have a problem with, with the Brinkman and, and, you know, and I've never really had a a super fancy smoker before. So maybe it will be better one day if I do get one of those. But until then, I'm, I'm pretty happy with, with what I got. I just know
0: that like the, 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 the smaller smokers, they're a little bit more difficult to hold that temp.
1: Well, yeah, and, I mean, I I am you know, I am adding fuel, you know, especially on on cooler days. I mean, a a colder day for us is nothing compared to you, but um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I would say a, a a cold day for us, you know, if I'm firing up the grill, you know, let's say two thirty three in the morning to to do you know a couple shoulders or a brisket for you know like a family lunch, yep. and it's maybe forty four forty three degrees. You know during the winter yep um but so we don't really battle it too much um if anything i would say battling temp is on the trailer itself and it's probably just because it's so much capacity you know I mean, yeah it's the the smoker we have on the trailer is is um is a pretty big dog you know reverse flow cabinet smoker i if, if i remember correctly it's about 24 inches deep 24 inches high and i think it's like 83 inches long and and then also with a vertical stack on it too so that that sometimes if it's pouring rain and we got a good you know 40 45 degree day it it definitely you know takes a little bit of a hit but you know you know going into it just throw the fuel in it and and just got to babysit you know and that's why i've always been a big fan of the stick burners and stuff like that because that that's part of the battle, which is also the fun, is babysitting, making sure it's up to temp, and if you're over-temping, what you got to do, and then you got to, you if you're dropping temp, you know, um, I'm not talking anything down on on the pellet smoker guys. You know, hey, man, hands down, yeah, it, it definitely makes the life easy, but I, I'm, I'm still in it for the good challenge, and, you know, yeah, I just love it, so, but, um no, so, now, uh-huh,
0: I was gonna say now with you with you kind of moving through that going from that stick burner from that little stick burner, did you guys move straight to the trailer or did you move to a different pit?
1: No, we pretty much went from that little barrel smoker in my backyard to the pit um that you know we 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 kind of went full throttle when I first um, had this vision. So I want to rewind just real quick. I, I actually want, I love this story. I want to explain how I even got the name Jim bones, BBQ. Cause a lot of people ask me like, Oh, is your, is your last name bones? And I said, well, no, it's not, but, um, it, it would be a cool last name, you know, but so growing up, obviously my, you know, my, my, my nickname has been Jimbo, you know, my, my family, friends, friends, parents, junior high, high school, everyone always called me Jimbo. And I'm, let's see, I'm probably 27 ish years old at this, at this time. I'm working with a guy, um, you know, I do, I do commercial air conditioning for my, uh, for my, for my main day job and I'm working with this guy and he looks at me, he goes, oh, so I heard someone call you Jimbo. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he goes, well, why do they call you that? I go, well, you know, that's. That's my nickname. He goes, nah. He goes, you, you young bucks, man, you you guys, you guys make porno videos. And I'm like, what? Uh, and he goes, yeah. I'm pretty sure you've been in a porno video. I'm like, um, no, I've never done one, but um sorry if you've mistaken me from somebody, you know. And he goes, nah. you he goes, your your porno name is Jim Bone. And I go, you know what, Dave? I go. I've always had a vision to start a catering company, and if I ever do, I'm gonna name it Jim Bones BBQ. And he goes, "All right, I'll believe it when I see it." Almost two years after that is when I officially started Jim Bones BBQ. And he actually bought me my first big old banner, like a ten foot by five foot banner. He bought it for me because he said he was so proud that I said I did what I was what I said. And uh, it's like that, that's just a cool story that'll never leave me. That's um, just fantastic. That, that's, it is. Like, you know, that that's something you don't just hear from anybody any random day. I and mean, that's why I'm like, man, I'm going to I'm going to post that whole story like on the wall. If I ever get a restaurant one day, I'm going to post that like the writing with his quotes and then my quotes and quotations of like this is how Jim Bones barbecue. The name was was made right here. And, this, you know, and I always think that'd be cool because a lot of people like like to hear like the backstory, like, you know, where, oh, where yeah. did you originate, you know? It, so it, I mean you can, um, you can
0: always say like you'd always be like listen I picked the name out Jim Bones I was gonna do porn couldn't really cut it <laughs> but I still want to put my meat in your mouth so let's do this shit
1: Boom! Oh. Right, there you go <laughs> there you go no I, I like that. That, that that's definitely way cool so
0: are you still are you still cooking over hickory or what what wood are we cooking over now
1: you know what I've messed around with with uh mesquite and hickory and a little bit of alder, um, peach, pecan, apple, cherry. and i I gotta say, man, what what we mainly do to this day is we just do a nice, even blend of apple and cherry. Um, okay. it works for it works for for our customers. It works for our taste buds. Um, never really had any complaints about, you know, I don't taste the smoke or I taste too much smoke. And I think that's why, we kind of do what we do with with the apple cherry.
0: Hey, I mean that's a
1: that's a great
0: blend of wood. Um apple is nice is a very very nice mellow. Cherry does give a good flavor off. It also gives a beautiful color. Um yes. cherry really gives a beautiful color. And um I think that's well, when
1: things- when 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 we first started experimenting with everything, we were actually doing pork products with only apple. And then we were doing, um, well, I'm not going to say beef products. The only thing we do beef smoked-wise is brisket. We actually um, flame grill Santa Maria style our tri-tip. But our brisket, we were doing only cherry. And we noticed, like you were saying, cherry does a great color. I love the fact that you pull your brisket off using cherry. My opinion gives a great uh, color, good bark compared to because i've tried it with only apple and or i've even done peach too i love the fact that or you know what what cherry does for beef um i think it's a good it's a good mix yeah i definitely agree with you it's a
0: great mix um i personally only cook over oak um it's just uh it, it's the most relatively found wood in the Midwest, so uh, I think it's one of those things where it's kind of like what's available right you know um, it, it and then I don't I don't I like the flavor of oak I think if, if you have a good clean oak, um, it gives you a really really nice it gives you a nice smoke, it gives me a nice clean smoke. it burns nice and hot for me so mm-hmm. i i'm I'm really happy with it now are you are you a red oak? user I'll do red and white oak okay uh, we'll, we'll mix it I do like red oak when I can get it but it's not as um, it's not as available mm-hmm. so unfortunately you know like I said um, product of your environment right you use what right what's what's readily available and people right. tend to with red oak people will charge a little bit more because it's red oak right which sucks Cause then it's just like, really, you're gonna charge me that much more? And they're like, yeah, well, it's red oak. More people want it, and I'm like, right, yeah, but most of the people that you're selling to are set, are burning this in their fireplace.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it doesn't even matter. <laughs> like, right, you know what I mean? Like it really doesn't matter. They're not cooking over it. They're not using it for a flavor. But I mean, it is what it is. What you, you know there's the supply and there's the demand. And if, if one goes over the other, then that's what you got to go for.
1: Exactly. You're definitely correct on that.
0: So I'm not, you know, I'm not too worried about it. Um, but, uh, I will say that, uh, when you find the wood that works for you, stick with it. Don't, you don't have to jump all over the place. I think a lot of people kind of get confused at that point when they're like, Oh, well this person uses this. So I'm going to go use this. Right. Just because somebody in a competition or somewhere, somewhere else decides that, you know, they're going to cook with mesquite or post oak or, or whatever. That doesn't mean you have to cook with that.
1: Right. Yeah. No, hundred percent. And, you know, and that's, that. that's one thing, you know, i I, I've been listening to to your podcast since pretty much it, it first came out. And, you know, I hear so many successful competitors or barbecuers, like restaurants or whatever. You know, I love the fact that they say, you know, never use the word like better. And that that really sinks in with me because, you know, is my style of barbecue going to meet everyone's expectations? Probably not because everyone's different, and that's why I, I like. I, I forgot. I forgot who you were interviewing. It wasn't too long ago. Um, he said he doesn't like the word "better," but he likes the word "different," and that that really stuck with me because it's so very true. Um, that you, you can't, you know, like you start going around saying, "Oh, this is better," or "Mine's better." You know, it kind of starts putting a, a bad taste in in people's mouths. You know, and I I'd rather use the word, you know, like yeah, it's different. You know, it's you know maybe not my favorite, but they're obviously a successful restaurant, so they're doing something right. You know what I mean? You hope they are, yeah, absolutely. Right, <laughs> and that and that's know? one of the
0: that's one of those things that I don't I don't ever say like. It's really difficult for me when people are like, who has the best brisket in Chicago? Right. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what kind of brisket you like. I know whose brisket I like to go eat. Right. And there's a couple different, you know, there's a couple different restaurants that I want to go to. And then at the same time there's certain restaurants that I like because of where they are and the experience that you get inside of it. Mm -hmm. So is it necessarily that, um, the brisket is the best brisket? Maybe not, but I have the best experience when I go there. Right. So thus I enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the hard part. So I always have, I always have the struggle. Um, I, I always, I always have the struggle Trying to figure that out, you know what I mean? Like giving people, right. well, where should I go for this? Well, where should I go for this? And it's like, you know, I I don't know, I don't I don't know how to give you that answer because I don't I don't know what you want.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah. And
0: I can tell you, like, hey, my buddy cooks over here. He makes fantastic food. Go check them out. Uh, these people right. are awesome. Go check them out. And it's like, realistically, just go go to a barbecue restaurant and enjoy it. Uh, right. But. And I don't go to very many barbecue restaurants anymore. I'm sorry. I know that's probably heartbreaking to most people, but um, I cook barbecue. I actually I, I don't. I don't either. <laughs> you know, I you cook know, barbecue it's... a lot, and uh, when you do it for a living, uh, like we've become, we have started doing it. It's it's hard to go when someone's like, "Oh, what do you want to eat?" You're you you like usually my first jump is not barbecue. Usually right. it's like I don't I don't care. Where do you want to go? You know what I mean? like no
1: that's not... that, that, yeah, it's it's definitely, I would say one downfall of putting so much love and time and creativity into anyone's barbecue, you know, meaning anyone that puts it into their own barbecue is it's very hard to go to a restaurant and be like, "Wow, like that that just blew me away. You know, and and it sucks, but because you know, obviously, like I based my style of barbecue kind of like obviously, I was the main taste tester, you know, and um, like my the the rubs that I use, um, it it took me a long time to dial those in, um, were like like my beef rub was probably the longest because. I just I don't know what it was I was I just kept missing something so I would take a little bit less out of this and then put more of this into that and and it I mean that probably took me probably a good three four months to <coughs> dial in the the beef rub and then once it was dialed in then it was like all right here we go and 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 it's been very fortunate for for us that we've been. Um, able to serve food for people that also enjoy our barbecue you know and um but hey real quick before before we lose too much track of time I I I, you know I got to give a big shout out to to my my number one helper man my my business partner um you know kind of how it started with, with him was um you know, so his, his neighbor or his, his parents are, um, they're, they're my neighbors and he was living out in Texas and he finally came back home and, um, we, you know, met each other. We're the same age. And, you know, he was kind of in my life when we, when I first started this whole barbecue thing. And, um, sure enough, man, on a Saturday morning at three o'clock, I'm getting the fire going, you know, he'd come next door and, and start like, you know, Hey man, what are you doing? You know? And I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm going to try a pork shoulder or I'm going to do this, that. And, and you know, this, this took course over, I don't know, the next like year and a half. And he would just come over and just hang out with me, drink coffee. We, you know, we play some blues music, you know, three, four, five, six in the morning, you know, we do a, a good eight, 10 hour smoke and, and, Eventually, something came up. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I was like, hey, dude, I got something that just came up. I got to leave for a little bit. Can you kind of take over this this cook? And he goes, yeah, dude, no problem. So I ended up having to go do what I did, and I came back, and he was full on like, handling it, like almost like he's been taking notes and learning as I was doing it, even though I just thought he was there to hang out with me. And... He was I secretly taking it. notes. He was like, I got "Exactly," this. and and that's when I was like, "Dude, I, dude, I, 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 see that you got a passion for this, like I do." And like, what do you think about like if I ever start this catering deal? Like, you know, be my right hand man. He's like, "Oh, dude, that that'd be so awesome." And and yeah, so fast forward, you know, he's still with me, man. I mean, we're you know, we're it's a brotherhood. It's um you know like where my weaknesses are that's his strengths and his weaknesses is my strengths and i mean and, and and we're we're still a small mom and pop shop i mean you know we we cook off the trailer and we're able to do um if i had to guess off the top of my head out of the the most we've done in one day with um it was actually another shout out is is with my buddy fern uh, Fern's BBQ, yeah, um, down in San Diego. He um, he Good randomly hit, he randomly hit me up and said, "Hey, I see you're doing a festival," and I'm like, "Yeah, we're over here doing a country music video." Um, he goes, "Dude, do you mind if I come by and help out?" And I said, "Absolutely!" And dude, he showed up, man, and he freaking killed it. I mean, he and that that formed such a strong friendship with him, and I still have to this day. Um, But that day we served probably close to 650 people with three. Well, and I did. I had my uncle Bob. I had my uncle Bob with me helping out with taking orders and stuff. So four of us were able to knock out good 650 700 people that night. That's awesome. And and yeah, and that's just kind of like that's kind of how we go. We we don't you know. There's been times where we've used. Um, you know, some family members and some friends to help out with some festivals and stuff like that. but you know majority of of what you see on our on our podcast is is me me and my buddy smoking Joe. I mean that's just uh, we, that's just kind of how we trained ourselves from the beginning. you know from the beginning we set we set such a high standard for ourselves and we're not saying the high standard for like the industry. it's just for ourselves. you know, we wanted to start off with, Everything proper, you know, we wanted to do a business license, seller's permit, insurance, insurance obviously for the trailer. Yeah, and always just think of it as like even if we're cooking away from the customers, always believe that the person that hired you is watching your every move. Yeah, and 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 that's kind of how we hold ourselves up to. And you know, we're here we are now. I mean, we're uh, this July will be three years since we've been doing catering. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, we're, I would say we're, we're doing okay. I mean, we're, we're, we definitely got our good, our good time of the year. And, 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 you know, some of the bad times, we're not like booming every single weekend, but I mean, like, you know, this week I got, you know, a Friday gig, got a Saturday gig. And in the weekends beyond that, we're booked for like the next seven or eight weekends, um, which, you know, in a, in a, in people in our position, uh, without a restaurant and, or catering full time. I mean, you know, I'd say, I say we're, we're doing a pretty good job and, um, no, you guys are you doing know, a great
0: job. I think it's awesome.
1: Yeah. Thanks brother. I mean, and, and, you know, it's like, it's, it's just such a good atmosphere to be in. Uh, you know, I mean, I know other people use this term too, as I call it the, the, the barbecue brotherhood, um, from day one, I got introduced to quite a bit of of other barbecuers that were more established and further into the game than I was, and they they all they did was open up their arms and embrace me and teach me and any questions I had, and and it's just been awesome. I mean it's I mean I talk on a weekly basis to some of my mentors, you know, like you know Smoke and Raise Barbecue. I, I'm pretty sure he's been on yours. On your yep. show and, um, smoking deuces. I got a great story with them. So, um, our trailer needed to get like a little remodel done. So we sent it up where, where it was at and, um, you know, some things happen and uh, the trailer wasn't done on the date that, uh, we were told and I already had a, a barbecue gig lined up, uh, for a, uh, a funeral. And I'm like thinking, wait, oh wait, God, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. Somebody hired you for a funeral. Yeah. That's yep. fantastic. Okay, keep going.
1: Yeah, it, it was it was cool. It was it was actually really cool. Well, you know, celebration of life. It was for a a man, you know, Harley Davidson rider. He loved family, loved life. So it it was it was kind of a cool party to be honest with you. It wasn't super sad. Um, but anyways, it was it was a great time. Um, so it's looking like our trailer's not going to be in our possession for this event. And this lady already paid her deposit, oh. and we're like, oh, my gosh, there's no way I'm going to be able to tell this woman that hired us, I'm sorry we can't do your event. And I reached out to, to, to my brothers over at Smoke and Deuces, and I said, hey, brother. He's like, hey, what's going on, Jim Bone? And I'm like, hey, I hate to really ask you this, but I kind of and he, – and he stopped me right there, and he goes, dudes, don't even continue. You need my trailer. It's yours. And that's, (laughs) and that's like right there, dude, you don't, you don't get that love and respect from just anybody. You know I mean? That, that's a brotherhood in my opinion. I mean, you know, I don't know how expensive his trailer is, but it's not cheap. And no, definitely how quick he was to just say, dude, no questions asked. Take my trailer. You need it for the weekend, whatever. We'll deal with it later it's yours, man. I know you got a gig. And yeah. And, and next thing you know, we, we cooked on his trailer that weekend and it was a huge success. And you know, so, I mean, that means to me, if he ever needs my trailer, it's his man. I mean, I mean, that's just, that's, that's the love, the, the barbecue brotherhood. And um, Oh yeah, for
0: sure. I mean, it was, it you know, I kind of have a similar story to that when we first started kind of catering um, a buddy of mine, he doesn't do barbecue catering. He, he just does regular regular food catering. <laughs> that sounds uh-huh. weird. But he he does um, – he's, he's a good friend of mine. He was a neighbor of mine for a really long time. We've moved. He still lives there. He gives me a call and he's like, hey, bud. He's like, so I just got a gig and I think I overbooked myself. Mm. And I'm like, well, what, do you, you know, what do you mean? He goes, I'm pretty sure I overbooked myself. And I go <laughs> – uh, okay, so what 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 do you need? And he's like, I need – here you go. I need 400 chicken drumsticks.
1: Smoked. Oh, nice.
0: I mean, you know, not, nothing big, just 400 of them. <laughs> so I go, okay, dude. So I go, so what do you need? He goes, I need – he's like, I need you to smoke them. And I go okay. He's like, really? He's like, you'll you'll do it? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, we'll we'll, we'll handle it. We'll take care mm-hmm. of it. And he's like, awesome, dude. He's like, what do you want me to do? He's like, do you need me to go buy it? Do you need me to go? do I'm like, no, dude. It's good. I'm like, it's all good. I'm like, I got you. I go. I'll go buy. I'll go buy the product. Uh, you know that way we don't have to like. You know it's always a pain in the ass when it's like, hey, you're gonna go buy the product, then you're gonna bring it over. You're bringing it to my kitchen. It's just like, I'll just go buy the product. I'll I'll grab it from my supply house. Um I'll bring it in. I'll I'll season it, I'll smoke it and I'll, you know, what time do you need it done by? Right. You know what I mean? Very simple. Let's let's just get it done. So he's like, "Okay, cool. So we went and picked it up. We went and bought it, took care of everything and he was like, "Man, he's like, that's insane. He's like, thank you so much for helping out." Cuz the weird thing was the gig that he that 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 original gig he was going to bring us in because they only needed, like, originally they only wanted 150 pieces of chicken smoked. Mm-hmm. And that's when he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I think we'll be able to handle it. And he was he was going to ask. He talked to me anyways. He's like, if I can't handle it, will you? He's like, will you help? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. We'll fucking help. We're going to do right. it. We're going to make it happen. And um, he was like, awesome, dude. That would be fantastic and i'm like yeah dude any you know anything you need whatever and then that that's what he did call me like a couple days later he's like you sitting down he's like we don't need 150 we need 400 and i'm like oh okay well we're still going to do it let's do it
1: <laughs> that's a big jump from 150 though
0: <laughs> it, no it is it's a huge jump you know what i mean and we we took care of it and like the crazy thing is like we throw each other business all the time like i had um i had an event that i couldn't cook for I was already obligated for other cooks and other mm-hmm. things, and um, he, I, I, the guy, they were like, "Well, do you know any other caterer that would do something, you know, for us in this area?" And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." I'm like, "Call my boy," I'm like, "Call my buddy Rob." I'm like, "He will take care of everything." Um, you know, he's got fantastic catering company. Uh, he'll take care of everything. It'll be great food, and right. um. He ended up getting that job and taking care of it all, and I, I talked to a couple people that I, that were there, and I'm like, "Dude, how was the food?" They're like, "Dude, it was fantastic. It was amazing." And I'm like, "Yes." You know, it's always, it's always nice when you hear like, "Yeah, the food was amazing," because it's like, you know, you gave him that reference. Not that I thought that he was going to do a bad job, right? You know, none of that. But it's always like that that nice, like, um, almost just amazingness of being like, "Hell yeah."
1: Well, That's yeah, awesome. you you feel great that you're able to, you know, pass the torch because you couldn't do it exactly, and, and you gave it to somebody else that probably that did... knocked it out of the park. Exactly, and 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 I got the same like situation over here. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm I'm I actually just handed over um, a gig that I, I can't do because I'm already doing a 200 person gig. Um, And I just, there's just no way I can do it in the same day. So I pass it on to my buddy Chubbs Rub, you know, and, and, and we, and he'll send me business along with like seven sins barbecue and smoking Thorps and, you know, and then just all the guys from like the Rub Life family. I mean, it's just such a strong brotherhood down here that it's, it's just amazing. It's just, I mean, I, I really have not met one a-hole um, in, in this, in this industry, I mean, everyone's kind of like willing to help each other. And, um, you know, I had another event too, where I needed more Santa Maria grill space than what was on the trailer. So, you know, I went and called right away. Um, a good friend of mine, Seha dad, the griller, um, you know, he, he's no questions asked, come on down, dude, it's yours, borrow it, whatever you need. And you, you don't, you don't get that too much in life anymore and it's just something not to take for granted and always just appreciate that and 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 i'm just forever grateful for the the guys that i've met through barbecue um you know and, and and that's and that's my vision one day is to you know have a restaurant and be able to walk out behind the pit and kind of glance at all the customers one day and just go Look at look at everybody, you know, they're 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 enjoying their time, their families, they're smiling, they're enjoying food and 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 to me that that's the ultimate paycheck. Not 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 you know, just not having like, oh, I'm in it for a million bucks. No, you know, I, the way I look at it is serve a million customers. That million yeah. dollars will come easy if you just serve a million customers, and I know a million people is a lot of people to serve. But oh, if you keep time, that yeah. mind frame behind you, of it's all about how, you know, the people that I can serve and how many I can serve with good quality, you know, eventually, yeah, you will get to a point where you are successful and be able to provide for your family, which I've heard, you know, a lot of successful people on your podcast, um, and, and other, uh, forms of social media that, you know, people are booming and, and, and it, it's just, it's just a good, it's it's a good vibe that I get. And that's why I think I was attracted to the, this barbecue life, um, from a, as soon as I found interest in it, I, I just never stopped. And, and I'm just so lucky that I have my wife that supports me, my family that supports me. And, you know, um, you know, like I said, my, my best buddy out there, man, smoke, smoking and Joe, he's, he's my business partner. And, um, you know, he's, he's, he's there with me, man. I mean, um i couldn't do it without him i couldn't do it without everybody that's you know in my life it's 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 never going to be a one man one man shop you know it takes I a mean, lot I of think work it can be no can't. Like, i
0: don't think you can't like you you can't do it like we got a festival coming up here we actually got um we got thrown onto a festival last minute, which kind of threw us into a little bit of a scramble. Um, and when I mean last minute, I mean it's a 1,000-person festival. Um, it's this big beer fest that they do every year, and the tickets are sold out. Like It's, it's, not, it's not, oh, we, we're expecting a 1,000 people and 200 are going to show up. No, no, it, it, it's a 1,000-ticketed festival that, that's sold out in 45 minutes.
1: Wow. How many other food vendors? Are you the only one? There's three food vendors total. So, so I'm curious, what what would be your idea of how to like base of how many people you would cook for?
0: So my base prep idea is prepping to to serve about four to four fifty.
1: Okay. Um,
0: I I know I I know that's kind of on the high end, um, but we have a secret weapon that we're gonna do, and we're totally you know it's totally kind of a. It's it's a barbecue move. You know what I mean? Can I can, can,
1: can you teach me that secret weapon? Yeah, dude, we're going to cook
0: <laughs> we're, we're cooking bacon on site.
1: Okay. And that'll it, what, attract all the noses.
0: Man, what pairs better than beer and bacon? Nothing. I can't think of anything. You know what I mean? So one of our one of our we're, we're doing a very simple menu. We're going to do pulled chicken, pulled pork, our smoked mac and cheese, and then we're going to do sliced bacon. Nice. Grilled sliced bacon, just a very simple menu. Nothing crazy because I think if we go too crazy, the menu starts to. It just, it's just not. When you give, it, it's it's not a good idea, right? When you never is crazy. Um, it just, it's not. It's just. I just. I hate when that happens. You know what I mean? When you start looking at stuff and you're like, uh, I want. Uh, it's like I want this or that, and then right. mac and cheese with it. Perfect. Done. Here you go um makes the service a little bit quicker, makes everything more mainstream, perfectly easily done. And then once you have that bacon in the air, man, I just I don't I don't I don't see people not coming over to the tent.
1: <laughs> no, you're 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 100% right. Um, I don't think you would be familiar with with this just because you're not from the from the California area, but um, I'm sure you heard of Mammoth Mountain. Very popular okay. snowboarding, skiing, mountain. Yeah. Um, so from our neck of the woods, if you go up the 395, I would say probably a good five and a half, six hours. Off to the right is a little tiny barbecue shack called Copper Top Barbecue. Oh, it's a cool And, house. yeah, really cool. So I was up there a couple years ago for a wedding. And on the way home, I was like, dude, we got to stop here. I want to try this place out, blah, blah, blah. So we're there. We order our food as we're waiting for the food. Um, I see an older gentleman sitting out there on a big old open Santa Maria grill, and he's doing you name it, links, chicken, tri-tip, ribs, everything. And I start talking to him. And I said, hey, you know, uh, not too long ago, like six months ago, or I forget exactly how long ago, but it was very early in, in Jim Bond's BBQ. Um, I told him about, you know, my catering company. And he, he told me he was giving me all kinds of cool advice. He goes, oh, yeah, you know, this is what we do and this is, how, you know, how we run our business. He goes, but at the end of the day, the, the best thing that you can do for yourself is keep your menu simple. Yeah. Look at in and, and like I said, you're not from L.A., California area, but um, I'm sure you've heard of in and out hamburger, right? Yep. OK. He said, look at in and out burger. Their menu is super simple, and they're the most successful fast food drive-through, whatever you want to call it, food chain in history. And that's another thing that stuck with me. Um, not saying like I don't offer much. I mean, you know, we we do, we do a good you know span of the different uh, barbecue popular meats and sides and stuff. And and I still want to add a couple more things. Um, but yeah, I mean keep it simple. Like you're saying, when you do festivals, if you if you don't keep it simple, you're gonna completely bury yourself because you're gonna have a crap load of say mac and cheese left over, but then all of your baked beans are just gone and now you're going home with two, three trays of mac. And if you keep it simple, it's it's easier on on the consumer's mind to kind of go you know all right it's real easy this is exactly what I want to choose and this and that and and you know and, and that's it so yeah you're you're 100% right i just wanted to throw that little story in it it was it was yeah. a cool story from copper top and and you know it's funny is he actually called me about a year after the day i met him and he goes hey uh, is this jim bone i said yes sir and he goes oh this is uh, i forget it i think his name is randy and he goes yeah it's randy from from copper top and i'm like oh hey what's up and he goes you know, I just, I can't stop thinking about you. You said you're starting a catering company and and I just was checking in on you, man. Hopefully you're, you're still smoking meats and you're doing a good job. And, and it's just like, wow, like, you know, a year later, this guy still remembered me. And, and that, and that that just felt so cool. You know, it was like another thing going back to the, to the, to the barbecue brotherhood, you know, it's like, you, you don't forget people that maybe made an impact on your life or, or helped you and, 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 and you want to give back, you know, and yeah, it's just, it's just cool. I mean, I, I can't, I can't complain about anything with, with, with the barbecue life that I, I live and I'm trying to grow. I mean, minus the, the long days, man. I mean, there's, you know, about it too, dude. There's, there's, there's some long, long days, brother.
0: <laughs> you know what, you know, uh, I always get asked that. They're like, man, is it hard to wake up at, you know, one, two in the morning and I go, yeah, one, two in the morning's early, bro. <laughs> it you know, is. The, the hardest days are the cold days. Those are those yes. are the rough ones. But um when when you when you see somebody eat your food and you see somebody enjoy it and they and they smile after they take a bite, it one in the morning's not that bad. No. Overnight cooks aren't that bad.
1: You know no, what I mean? Like no, not at all.
0: It just, it's, it, it just goes, you know, we did one event where, um, we did a, it was a giant event. I was up for 36 hours straight. Uh, and it, and it wasn't necessarily because of the event. Um, I was going to go to, you know, I was going to go to bed. I was going to get up at one, cook everything and it would have been perfectly fine. And man, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just excitement for the event or what. I could not fall asleep. Right. Just tossed and turned. And I was like, you know what? At about at about midnight, I'm laying there, and I'm like, there's just no point. I might as well get up and start cooking. So yep. got up, start started the pit, got everything go- going, getting things ready. Um, and by the end of the event, I mean, I, I was up for 36 hours straight. And one of my my business partners like, are you functioning even? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm like, let's do this. Like halfway through it, I was like, "Go get me a Red Bull." But <laughs> you know, I I was perfectly fine. And we do, we we've done a couple events um that that we just had to do that, and it it doesn't you know it just is what it is. There's some you know early early rising early hits that you got to be at,
1: and whatever you just do them. Right. And no, I mean you're you're 100 right. It's and because. I you know it's like you, you you you'd rather sacrifice that lack of sleep early morning than deal with the unhappy customer because one you didn't let your your meat smoke long enough or whatever, or you have to go to your customer and say, "I'm sorry, you wanted a four o'clock serve time, but I'm not going to be ready for another two hours
0: yeah, that's a rough one
1: I that's would never. A- Never ever rough. want that or wish that on anybody. Yeah. You know, um I'll never forget though, it was the very first wedding we've ever done. Um it was it was such a cool, kind of an odd style wedding. It was in it was in an old barn next to an old chicken coop, not operating anymore. And We did like I think we did like pulled pork. We did some chicken, and then we did some like hot dogs for the kids, which I don't normally do. But this was the very—I mean, this like I said, our first. I think our it was our third event total, but our first wedding we ever did. And everyone's going through the line. Everything's great. And then I had this older woman come up to me. Have you ever seen the movie Goonies? I have. The the mother you know, the short Italian lady. Okay. Okay. This woman looked just like her and she had a voice just like her. And she came up to me and she goes, I want to know who, who put, uh, who cooked the pulled pork. And I'm oh, thinking, gosh, Oh shit. my gosh, this is it. I'm going to, I'm going to get my ass reamed now by this lady. Like maybe, maybe something went wrong. I don't know. And I go, Oh, I go, you know, we did, you know, it, it was me and, and smoking and Joe and, and my wife. And, Like, oh, you know, we did. We're we're the caterers. And um, she goes, well, I just want to tell you right now. I was born and raised in the Carolinas, and that's where pulled pork was born. Now I'm even feeling like I'm going to get it even heavier. I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, man. And I'm like, okay, like waiting for her next, you know, uh, words she's going to say and. I'm just sitting there and she's just staring at me with like a kind of like a, a frown on her face. And then all of a sudden she just goes with a little smile and she goes, that was the best damn pulled pork I ever got outside of Carolina. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like it worked. the world's Done. biggest paycheck right there. That was so great. I was like, made me feel so relieved, you know. So going back on what you're saying, it's just like when people, you see when they enjoy it, that's what fires the the true lovers of barbecue to go on day after day after day is that specific moment when you see that person going, "Oh my gosh, I haven't had this this good or I haven't tasted it this good in so many years. it's it just it, it, it's almost like you, you can't even explain that that feeling you feel inside when somebody enjoy something that good that you work so hard to prepare, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, dude, it's, it, that was like one of our first pop-ups. Um, we, we, I decided to make ribs, which was, you know, probably dumb, but, um, I decided that was a good idea. I I was going to make ribs. Um, so I had a guy come up and he's like, he ordered the ribs and of course he asked, like, he was like, well, he's like, what's better, your pulled pork or your ribs or your chicken? And I was like, man, I'm like, it it's really depends on what you want. And right. I asked him, I was like, what do you, I'm like, do you get ribs a lot? And he's like, no. And I go, so get the ribs. If you don't mm-hmm. get something a lot, I mean, you might as well get them. They're here. And he's like, okay, awesome. He's like, I'll get your ribs. So he gets our ribs, goes back to his table, you know, whatever eats them comes back probably 25 minutes later and he's like, man he's like I just want to tell you something about those ribs and I'm like, oh shit
1: <laughs>
0: here we go right like, I'm gonna have to either explain the fact that they're like not fall because they they were they had a good tug to them not a good not a good tug that sounds like they're they're really undercooked um, but they had a they had a bite so they, they bite cleanly but they weren't fully pull off the bone
1: they were properly cooked
0: Exactly. Thank you. But <laughs> some people like that fall off the bone. So right. I was like, oh shit, here we go. And he's like, man, he's like, dude, I just want to tell you, he's like, those ribs, he's like, man, I've had a lot of ribs in my life. And then he like paused and I was like, shit, here we go, here we go. And he's like, dude, those are fucking phenomenal. He's like, I'm ah. gonna four. and I'm like, I hate you right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like I'm going to need he's like I'm going to need uh three three or four more orders. And I'm like, "Oh, okay."
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean it's it's that it's it's those things that happen to to all of us. I mean, you know, not not just you, not just me. I mean, all of us. There's there's so many great pitmasters, barbecuers. I mean, there's hundreds, thousands. There's so many people that know how to cook great food um i just think the, the biggest reason why the public doesn't get to taste so much of it is you know one i mean you know me and you both know it's a lot of money to get uh, you know a good trailer good smokers you know all the insurance i mean everything that's yeah, in tell detail, me yeah i mean it's not not everybody has the means to do that and you know and I, it's like i i just wish that it wasn't so hard to get out there and get your name out there and get your food because, you know, am, am I the best pit master out there? Hell no. I mean, there's, there's guys that have done it for way longer than I have that if I ever had the opportunity to taste, you know, their barbecue, I'd be like, Holy shit. I need to kind of readdress my situation. What's going on here? You know? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just great that, that there's, there's so many different, like, ideas and, and things that, that we can all learn from each other. And, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, am I kind of set in stone with, like, my rubs and stuff? Well, yeah, but if if you were to call me up next week and say, hey, Jim Bone, you know, we got – I got this idea. Of, like, I tried something new with, with, like, my ribs. You know, at least give it a shot and, and, and see where it takes you. Hell, yeah, I'm going to take that – that that advice and and kind of see where it goes and if i think it betters my situation well hell yeah i mean i'm gonna use it i mean and that and that's that's the beauty of of food in general not even just barbecue i mean any any um nationality of food i mean you can always get an idea from somebody and kind of turn into your own and and make make your situation better i mean and that's what's the beauty of the whole thing and
0: but you you, you also can't say that on the rub front, that if you found something that either enhanced your rub or changed your rub a little bit, you might not change and have another flavor profile added. Not necessarily get rid of that rub, but add another flavor profile.
1: Right. Yeah. No, no. You're 100%. You know what I'm saying? Um, you're open
0: to that. And that that's how I am. You know, uh, we were playing around with one of our rubs and – My, my business partner's like, add it, you know, we're, we're, we're mixing it. We're doing all this stuff. And he goes, add more honey powder. Mm -hmm. And I go, it's sweet enough. He goes, add more honey powder. And I go, okay. So I added more honey powder, added more honey powder. And he, we mixed, you know, blended it and put it together. Add, he's like, add a little bit more honey powder. I'm like, okay, cool. Added more honey powder even more. And that, and then we tried it. He's like, dude, he's like, for anyone that wants super sweet barbecue. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is the super sweet rub. Right. It's it's just gonna work. And then, you know, you 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 can take all these like great bases and turn it into a you know a hotter rub. So if you want to, you know, maybe you add more chipotle powder or you know, more more, you know you know, some kind of peppers in into it to um, to give it more of a kick. And that's mm-hmm. that's your hotter rub, you know what I mean? It's so amazing what you can do and and learn from learn from people is barbecue dudes will tell you anything. They'll give you they'll give you their heart and soul. We really will. Um, I was just at you know, I was at NBBQA a little bit ago and we were doing a steak cook-off. And one of the teams walked up to our tent and she goes, I don't know, I, I don't know what happened. I can't find my wax cubes to start my chimney. Mm-hmm. And i um, I literally turned. To, I turned to all the guys and I go, "Who's got wax cubes? Let's go!" Right. Like she needs. She needs two of them, and they were like, "Yeah, you know." Uh, um, they were like, "Uh, it's that bin, you know, whatever, you know, whichever bin it was." And I was like, "Cool, perfect. Grab that." And I and I threw them over to her. But it's like, dude, you're competing against these people, and that's right. how barbecue dudes are. They're like, "Yeah, here, here you go." I don't know very many competition people that are like, you need what? Oh, you can't compete if you don't have that? Well, that sucks. You should have remembered it. Right. We, you know, I've been at tons of different things and it's like, hey, do you got an extra knife? Do you have an extra cutting board? Do you have this? Yeah, here you go. Here you go. Exactly. And you don't even think about it. Nope. You know? Um, I don't, I, I honestly just, I don't even think, like when somebody asks me if they need something, I'm like, yeah, cool. What do you need?
1: Yeah, um, I mean if if, I, if I'm going to lend you uh, a certain knife or something and, and if, if that makes you beat me, it wasn't the knife. <laughs> no, it wasn't the knife. It's the fact that
0: you beat me. It doesn't matter.
1: Like right. I mean
0: I'm in a – you know, I'm in a couple different barbecue uh, Facebook pages too and it was – it was I think it was like maybe almost – probably over a year ago at this point. Um, There was a gentleman in there that was – He's like, hey, I decided to make pulled pork for my cousin's graduation. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And he's like asking questions. He's like, I accidentally didn't know I was going to be cooking for that many people. And I bit off more than I could chew. Right. Like my smoker at home can't handle six pork butts. Mm Mm-hmm. And – He's like, so do you guys think that I could cut down on smoke time by cutting them up so that they will smoke faster because they're smaller? Mm Mm-hmm. Which basically means you're going to make hockey pucks. Right. And they're going to be unedible. And I was – so I literally like right away I messaged the dude and I was like, hey, dude, um – did you already purchase the meat? Yes, I did. Fantastic. I'll smoke it for you. There you go. And he's like, what, what, what do you mean? I go, I'll smoke it for you. He's like, seriously? I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do an overnight cook. I'll, I'll smoke it for you. I go, what time do you need them done? He's like, I need to take them at 10 a.m. Yeah, no problem. We'll overnight cook it. Bring it over. So, yeah. so I just smoked it for him. And that wasn't, you know, obviously that's not a catering job. You can't do that, um, health department code-wise, in the sense of uh, selling somebody meat that way. Um, You can't do that just because it's not sanitary. Um, You can, insurance companies would freak out. But it was, it was just doing a, you know, it's doing a favor for another barbecue dude. And he was like, dude, amazing. Here you go. I smoked everything for him. Didn't we? Didn't charge him. He just tipped me. And I was like, thank you so much. You know, perfect. Here you go. And it it was just because, like, I was like, dude, I can't have people eat hockey pucks. I just can't. No, hell no. Like, I can't do it. Like, I like if I know that I can prevent it, I got to prevent it somehow. (laughs) Right. And that's.
1: Oh, hold on one (sighs) second. Sorry. (laughs) Someone's
0: getting a phone call. (gasps)
1: <gasps> no i walked through my kitchen <laughs> oh, that's,
0: oh that's the that's the danger place danger zone right man Jim, right. i want to say i want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast hanging out with us and chatting we've been going a little bit over an hour which is fantastic uh this is normally where we kind of wrap things up and and pull it in uh i want to ask you this question this is how i like to end my podcast if you could give you mm-hmm. if you could go back in time and give yourself three tips on how to shorten your learning curve in barbecue. What would those three tips be?
1: <sighs> well, number one would be um, probably give 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 a little bit more um, have a little bit more trust in other people outside of like the original creation um you know I was kind of kind of kind of like you know you know and I still am kind of like control freak you know it's it's you know barbecues my baby and this and that um you know just kind of just relax you know I'm Um, if, if we're two hours away from serve time and I feel like we're not going to make it, I kind of start like, you know, especially when we first started, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, got to go, 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 go. But I've never been late to this day, you know? So wind down, relax. Um, Um, another thing I would say would probably be, um, You know, uh, take your time, you know, it's, 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 it's not, not, you know, everything's not going to just com- completely blow up and be this huge, successful caterer and barbecuer like overnight, you know, like realize, Hey man, you're only three years into it. You're doing pretty good. You know, locally where I live, you know, I'm, I'm getting out there. People kind of know, I mean, I wear my hat or my shirt. Um, you know, be, Oh, Hey Jim bones, you know, this now, yeah, I've, I had you over at this wedding or whatever. So, you know, just kick back, you know, relax. Um, and then third, don't ever, don't, don't ever forget the true reason why you started, you know? Um, not saying that I that I ever did, but you know there there's been some hectic times where, you know, like you know maybe gigs aren't coming in enough of to my liking, and um, and I kind of you know have second guessed like oh man it's such you know is, it, is is all this really worth it? Well, at the end of the day, yes it is because if I sit back and remember why I started all this, and, and along with my partner Smoke and Joe, why we did all this from the beginning and you always keep that in our heads, then it's almost like we're setting ourselves up for not being able to fail because the heart and the dedication will never leave that never leave us. If we always keep that in the back of our heads. So that would be kind of like the three things if, you know, tell my 2015 self, Hey man, do this and this and this, you'll be fine and you'll be able to go out and rock it
0: man dude that's awesome that is a yeah that is such great advice because i think a lot of people do have that like i mean i I think it comes with time is the oh shit am i gonna make this deadline is is stuff not working fast enough is stuff not blowing up fast enough for me i think a lot of people especially in in, in nowadays they have this mentality of i instant you know um it it needs to be instant but uh Great barbecue is an instant, and um, it it takes time, and spreading the word takes time, and kind of like where we're at in in our barbecue company's journey is, you know, we're at we're at the very beginning too, um, and we're but we're growing, we're getting bigger, we're growing faster, we're starting to do, you know, we're we're do we're booked up every single weekend, you know what I mean? Uh, Right. We're somewhere every single weekend, which is you can't ask for more. You know what I mean? No. It's a, I'm feeding people. I'm having a good time. And it's it's right. the best community to be a part of.
1: Oh, definitely. Man, Hands Jim, down.
0: I, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. If you can do me a favor, can you please tell everyone where they can follow your barbecue journey on the internet?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Instagram is uh, Jim underscore Bones underscore BBQ. Not barbecue, but BBQ. And then uh, Facebook would be Jim Bones BBQ. Uh, as soon as you type it in um yeah you'll definitely be able to find it um and then uh yeah we're on yelp and stuff so if you're local and you have our food and you you find it good yeah definitely leave us a great yelp review that'd be awesome and um another shout out too if you're local um firefighters police officers first responders military anyone of that nature automatic 10 percent discount um just hands down, m- utmost respect for all those people in our lives that protect us. Um, no, Noah fans are butts about it. So, um, but yeah, Mikey, dude, it's such an honor to finally talk to you and be on your show. Your show is is freaking amazing. Like I said, I, I started listening to you when you first started, and here oh I am. Oh God, it was it was horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: I no, but it, got I much mean, better, but. it's,
1: it's been, it's been a lot, it's been a long road, dude. And, and we watch everybody grow. Everybody is getting better at what they do. And, and, and not saying I complained about your podcast when it first started. I freaking loved it going, wow, I can literally listen to somebody talk about barbecue for an hour as I'm trying to learn. It can't get any better than that. So, um, but dude, thank you so much, man. I, 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 I'm so grateful to be on your show and, I can't wait for it to air. And so I could share it with all my friends and family and, and definitely keep in touch. I would love to yeah, keep in absolutely, touch. And to get, yeah. So questions, questions I'll answer you answer. And you know, it's a family man. Sounds good, man. Thank you so much. Thanks.